and welcome to the second ever Anything Goes podcast. Now, um, this is not one of our weekly episodes. Those are recorded and released on a Monday, but this is the first of sort of a fun cast where I'm going to go into a topic that I want to just touch on a little bit more. Uh, And this one means a little bit to me. Um, I've been a massive Marvel fan since the inception of the MCU with the first Iron Man film over 10 years ago now and I've been a gamer since my very early years um, starting on the PlayStation 1 and currently still playing on the PlayStation 4 and very soon getting a PlayStation 5. Of course being an MCU fan and being just a general Marvel fan I'm a collector I'm a watcher of all the films and TV shows I collect comic books and read those as well I was extremely excited in 2017 when um, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics had signed a contract with Marvel and started to advertise the first Marvel console game um, which had sort of a team up other than Marvel's Ultimate Alliance now This was built up to with huge hype. It was first announced in 2017, so it was in development for a number of years before that and three years after, and was released in 2020 with a lot of criticism for the game. So the title of this podcast is essentially going to be The Avengers Console Game. Is it that bad? Because a lot of people have given it criticism for a number of issues, and I'm going to go through and break down different parts of the game and the way that I see it. Now, I just recently completed the main campaign, the first DLC campaign, Taking Aim, and have also experienced the uh, multiplayer campaign or multiplayer missions. Uh, That's all happened in the last week or so that I've completed those and had a go at the multiplayer. And I've got a lot of key points that I want to touch on. So, um, you know, this is going to be a shorter podcast than our Monday one. Uh, The Monday ones will still continue to come out and there will be ones like this where I just pick a topic and I'm just going to discuss for 30 to 40 minutes. Maybe, maybe shorter, maybe a little bit longer, but we'll have to just wait and see. Um, Big plug as well for the social media side of the podcast. We have an Instagram page, one that I am putting a lot of up-to-date content on. We are currently putting out about two or three posts a day. Um, Very interactive content, lots of brand new content around gaming, Marvel... Uh, We're looking at things like the Premier League as well on there, as well as AEW Wrestling. Um, So have a follow of that. You can follow us on Instagram at uh, anythinggoespodcast underscore 616. Would be great to have a few more followers. So if you're listening today and you aren't already following the Instagram page, please do so. So moving straight on, the Marvel Avengers game, as I said, it was first announced in 2017 to huge hype, where obviously we were in the midst of the MCU being developed into this absolute juggernaut of cinema, with the MCU having its crescendo with Avengers Endgame being the highest grossing movie of all time, which was a huge achievement in cinema, huge achievement for Disney and Marvel Studios. And obviously, like I say, in a number of years of development the marvel game it came out last year to you know my own personal hype i was very very excited to have a marvel game to be able to play a lot of people were in the same position and it came out and a lot of people were left disappointed now just to give you a sort of an insight uh, the marvel avengers game is based around the 
Avengers having been around for a number of years. This is not an introductory game to the Avengers. They have been in this game world for a number of years when we join it. We join it as Kamala Khan, who is a, a, a young girl in the game that we play as from the start, where she's a huge fan of the Avengers. And the Avengers are essentially set up to look like they've caused a massive accident in San Francisco, which causes a lot of people to uh, become injured, a lot of people die, and a lot of people, due to um, an infectious material that is spread as a result of this accident, have gained inhuman abilities and are referred to throughout the game as inhumans, Kamala Khan being one of those. Um, and you sort of play as Kamala as you try and reassemble the Avengers and as you go through all of these missions, you play as Kamala, you then play as the individual Avengers as you work through the game. And then once you've reassembled the Avengers, you can play as whoever you want and uh, you can pick your team for each mission. So, you know, there are some really fun aspects to it. The problem with the game is that it's been criticised on its gameplay level and the fact that it is sort of a loot-based game rather than an Avengers game. So what I mean by a loot-based game is that you are encouraged to look for loot boxes. And for anyone that doesn't know, a loot box is basically... When you're going through a game, you open up this box and you get some new gear, you get some new materials to buy things with, etc, etc. And as an Avengers game that is you know, based around the main campaign, DLC campaigns and multiplayer, it, it was quite disappointing to have a, like a, a, a buy more aspect to it instead of just having everything at launch and stuff being added to your game as you go. Now... Square Enix, Crystal Dynamics and Marvel signed this contract in 2017 and they developed this game, brought it out and as I say a lot of people were very disappointed with it. I was disappointed with it myself when I first started to play it. Um, you know, I played it when it immediately came out. I thought oh, it's not too bad, the graphics are pretty good, the voice acting despite it not being the MCU actors which of course is a big challenge for people anyway right from the start. Um, I didn't think it was too bad, but when you get into the gameplay, it was very buggy at the start. There were a lot of issues with it, and that was something that turned a lot of players off, and it was something that turned me off of it for a while. And it didn't help that other great games came out in the in the interim. So we had um, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales game, which came out as well, and the Miles Morales game is... You know, if you haven't played that, that's something I would definitely encourage you to go and have a game on. Um, it's an absolutely phenomenal game and is easily close to a 10 out of 10 as a gaming experience. Now, this Marvel's Avengers game, I sort of put it down, didn't pick it up again for a couple of months until a few weeks ago. And now that all the bugs are sorted out, it is a much better playing experience. Uh, the game has a reasonably long campaign with lots of side missions and... I'm going to go into the main campaign first of all. So essentially I'm going to break it down into four categories, um, the gameplay being the first one of that. Now one of the big criticisms of the gameplay is that it's quite repetitive in terms of the mission layout. The mission layout tends to be you get your mission from um, you are either on the Chimera, which is one of the helicarriers, which would be recognised from the films, or you are with um, Hank Pym in the Ant Hill, which is sort of a resistance base, and you are given a mission and okay, this is what you've got to go and do. You've got to go and get this material, rescue this person, um, get this person for information, destroy this piece of equipment, you know, something along those lines. And the campaign game, uh, sorry, the campaign missions are very much, this is your mission. You go here, 
kill all these enemies, okay, perfect, onto the next place, kill all these enemies, perfect, onto the next place, kill all these enemies, and then you get to the final boss fight. And that's literally every mission. Now, despite that, I quite enjoyed it because I was well aware that what I was getting was a game where I just picked up a controller, took over one of my favourite superhero characters, and was just going to fight loads and loads of bad guys. And I completely understand that some people wouldn't enjoy this, so I'm not saying that... You know, in the title of this podcast, I said, is it that bad? Now, it's from my own personal perspective, I don't think it deserves all the criticism that it has at the moment in certain places. But I'm not saying it's a perfect game by any means. And I'm not saying that everyone who now picks this up is going to think, oh, this is actually a really, really good game. You might still have a different opinion. But to me, knowing that this wasn't really a story driven game, it's just an action game. And once I accepted that this isn't really a game that is based solely on the story, I enjoyed it a lot more. So if you are going to play this game, maybe don't focus on the story as much, but focus on how much you can enjoy the gameplay. So for example, when you unlock Thor and Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, those guys are really, really fun to play as because they've got some really great abilities. And when you go into these huge scenarios where there are waves of enemies coming at you, you've got to defend a certain area or you've got to help some inhumans escape something or you've got to destroy this piece of equipment or something along those lines. It can be really, really fun to play because obviously with Thor, for example, you can throw his hammer, you can um, fist fight, you can hit people with the hammer, you can use lightning and you can fly. So there's a real combination of things you can do. Iron Man, very similar. Uh, Black Widow, you can use pistols as well as her hand-to-hand combat which is really really fun Captain America obviously utilising his shield was loads and loads of fun as well so there are some elements to this game that's really really fun I really enjoyed having different characters and having the opportunity to play as those different characters throughout the game I was really pleased that the game wasn't just based around Kamala Khan in terms of the gameplay so um, the first few missions I was getting tired of playing as Kamala so Kamala to you know sort of compare her to another superhero is very similar to uh, Mr Fantastic of the Fantastic Four so she's very stretchy essentially she can shape her body um you know she can make her body flexible and um this helps her in hand to hand combat and it just it wasn't really for me as a as a playing character especially where they had really built this on the back of the MCU's popularity and because Uh, The MCU hasn't quite introduced Kamala Khan yet, although it is going some way to do that in 2021 with the Ms. Marvel series. It was difficult to not have access to players, uh, sorry, to characters to play as in the start of the game. So you do get the opportunity to play with the Hulk quite early on, but the Hulk is a very one-dimensional character. You know, you can't really do too much with him. It's very much throw something or hit something. Whereas when you get hold of the other characters, there is the element of really getting to have a go with different abilities. So I really, really enjoyed that. And as I say, the gameplay is repetitive, but if you can accept the fact that it's not story-driven and that this is just a high-octane action game, you can really get a lot out of it, to be honest. And I, I actually really enjoyed it. So moving on to the story, uh, although individual characters had no backstory specifically and i'm going to go on to individual characters very shortly the story itself um was absolutely fine it was easy it was simple to follow but it wasn't you know it wasn't too attention grabbing it wasn't too exciting and the game wasn't story driven as i say 
like the Spider-Man Mars Morales game is very much based around the story. It's got a very strong story. So is Marvel's first Spider-Man game, and so have a lot of other games. You know, I'm currently playing Cyberpunk 2077, and for all the issues that that has, the story is absolutely fantastic. So, although the story wasn't really the centerpiece of the game. It was always in the background and, you know, you're sort of following this story, you're following the characters through this story and you can sort of forget why you're doing a certain thing, to be honest, because you are going from group of enemies to group of enemies to group of enemies, fight these, defeat these, fight these, defeat these. It was it was easy enough to forget what the main story was and the main story is a good Marvel story but it wasn't really a great Marvel story but... Again, if you can accept the fact that this game isn't going to be emotionally driven, it's not really going to grab you with the story beats, then you're going to enjoy it. It was a fun enough game, despite the story not being really engaging. I thought the story was absolutely fine. It had the basic you know, structure of a good story for a video game, and I, I enjoyed it enough. Um, it did build to a, like the big crescendo at the end. There were, like I say, the start where you sort of meet Kamala Khan as a young girl and she's a big fan of the Avengers who have been in this world for a number of years and they're sort of being celebrated at the start of the game to them breaking up, you having to reform the Avengers and then saving the world essentially and getting to use each of the Avengers to do that. I think the final battle or the final level as um, the team of the Avengers where you play as each and every one of them is a really, really enjoyable part and then there are teases and... um, What's the sort of like like cliffhangers left at the end of the game for you to want to play on? So you know, I thought about okay, that sort of grabbed my attention at the end, and I do want to see what happens. So I think it serves its audience well enough. Um, so I want to touch on the characters specifically as well. The problem I had with the characters was that although they were really really fun to play as, they didn't really flesh out the characters in any way in terms of personality. Uh, the only sort of insight we had into their, um, you know, their hero style was that they took part in this a day a bit at the start of the game a day was sort of a, an avengers day it was a big celebration that starts the game off and you meet all of the characters independently and you sort of get to know their personalities as a result i suppose but one thing that i thought whilst playing it and sort of writing my notes for this podcast is that you can't rely on everyone to be like someone like me and and what I mean by that is someone who is really well informed on the backgrounds of each one of these characters because not everyone that picks up an Avengers game is going to be a big reader of the comics or know all of their backstories some of the people that pick up this game may have not seen all of the MCU films for example so they'll only have a couple of MCU films as their sort of background knowledge and if they've only seen say uh, let's say they've only seen from like Captain America Civil War forward, they've not really seen the backstory of Tony Stark built up, they've not really seen where Thor has come from because this game doesn't really reference Asgard in any way. Um, similarly, like is there the trial and tribulation of being the Hulk versus being Dr. Banner on his side? And Black Widow doesn't really have a backstory, she's just a spy who's in the Avengers in this game. So 
I think that they sort of really rely on people either following the MCU and sort of having an idea from that or having read comics or just being aware of who these characters are and what they mean. Um, I don't think it does a great job of fleshing out the characters. And one problem that I think that they will continue to have is that this game doesn't follow anything from the MCU. It doesn't really, you know, they don't have the actors for the voices. They haven't modelled the actors on the faces of the characters from the MCU. So the problem they have is that even if you've watched the MCU, you can't necessarily match up what you've seen to what is in this game. On the other hand, Kamala Khan, who, of course, as I say, is one of the main characters, is who you start playing as and who you play as for most of the game. She has a great backstory. She's been she she's built up from the very start as someone who was a big Avengers fan. She has a lot of um, a lot of troubles with her family, trying to follow her dream of being a superhero and trying to crack the case of what happened to the Avengers on A Day. Um, you know, she she has family responsibilities that are referenced a lot in the start and then the emotion that she shows throughout the game is really good i did note that that dips off um as more characters come in i think it takes the focus away from kamala khan but as i said i enjoyed playing as the other avengers more so i don't think they struck that balance perfectly but i thought they did a reasonably well uh reasonably good job at well establishing um kamala khan but also reintroducing the avengers as part of her story now the final category I want to or touch on in the main campaign is sort of the bugs and issues. Now, as I said, when I first picked it up, there were a lot of bugs in it. I had um, one serious issue where I was fighting off loads of enemies. I got to the third and final wave and there was one enemy left and he sort of glitched into the floor uh, to a point where I couldn't hit him, get him in any way. So I had to turn off the game and start it again and play the whole mission again, which that rubbed me up the wrong way at the time and made me annoyed at the fact that oh, I've just completed a mission and now I've got to do it all again. And it's one of those games, as I say, because the gameplay is repetitive, once you've done it, you've done it, if that makes sense. But at the same time, it's when you start getting the different characters, it is more enjoyable. So, you know, this is like half an hour to an hour in with Kamala Khan and it's like, oh God, I've got to do this exact same thing again. But I will say once I downloaded the most recent updates, the game played without any issues whatsoever. And it was, as I say, really, really enjoyable experience. Once you accept the fact that this is not going to emotionally stimulate you or drive you from a story's perspective. Now, Part of the selling point of this game is that they are going to be bringing out DLC and additional missions. Um, DLC, if you don't know, is downloadable content. It's like add-ons for the game as years go by. Now, this is something that Marvel were very keen to announce, was that this is a multi-year deal with a Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix. They are going to be bringing out content on a regular basis. And the first thing that they decided to do was bring out... Uh, an additional campaign called Taking Aim. And now this is based around Kate Bishop, who is Hawkeye's protege. And if you don't know who Hawkeye is, Hawkeye is a master archer, um, as well as very good at hand-to-hand combat. Uh, and Kate Bishop is his protege, who he's trained up. And in this campaign, I won't obviously know spoilers, but in this campaign, Kate Bishop is uh, working for S.H.I.E.L.D. and um, sort of works with the Avengers whilst not quite being an Avenger to uh, rescue Hawkeye. So, uh, very interesting additional campaign. I actually found this really, really good to play. Um, As I said, this is after all of the updates, so there were no bugs whatsoever. I think the gameplay has been smoothed out a little bit. And Kate Bishop is a really, really fun character to use. For me, 
In terms of personality, she was the best character in the whole game. The Tony Stark that they had developed had some really good lines in it. But for me, I think that Kate Bishop really was the best character. And she was they gave her a bit more personality in terms of she made a few jokes in the dialogue that she had with other characters that were actually funny. She was able to show her personality. She was cocky uh, and confident whilst also nervous in certain parts. It was just the best character in terms of being fleshed out in a short space of time. And it's something they maybe could have done with the other Avengers as well. Um, she was also, for me, the best combat character the one that i enjoyed using the most and the one that i actually used in the multiplayer which we'll um get on to in, in the next section but um i thought she was a great character obviously being a master archer uh she was great from range you were able to use the bow and arrow to great effect on enemies which was really really fun um so lots of fun playing with range but also really really good for close-up combat because kate bishop and hawkeye in you know if you've seen avengers endgame hawkeye uses a katana sword as part of his combat as ronan kate bishop also has a sword in this game for hand-to-hand combat and it was really really fun to use her very effective against small groups of enemies um you know you can cycle through types of arrows as well like hawkeye does in the first avengers game uh, sorry avengers movie and um it just gives you a real variety of different types of combat so for me really really enjoyable character with a bit of personality and um the one that i would recommend playing as on the multiplayer if you are stuck as who to try first um the taking aim campaign had a decent story again it was very this one was very very short so the main campaign um you know, it took a few hours, like I say, a few hours, it took six, seven hours. The taking aim campaign took maybe two, three. Um, it depends how much you go looking for all the loot. So I decided not to go and look for any of the loot. I only opened loot boxes that I came across as part of what I was doing. And it made the whole experience a lot better. Now, it was kept short, but it didn't have much of a Again, it didn't have much of a backstory or a setup. Um, to start this campaign, you sort of go to the HQ of Shield in this game, and you go to talk to Maria Hill, who sends you on a on a mission, and you come across Kate Bishop. And then you, once you come across Kate Bishop, you start playing as her. As a result, um, halfway through this, you sort of find out that Hawkeye is working with Aim, who are your enemy, and then you go and rescue him essentially and that was the whole thing it wasn't again it wasn't really set up their reference to kate bishop how she came to be who she is was very much oh you know i thought hawkeye was training a teenager and now she's a bit more grown up but again if you're not if you're not really into the marvel universe and you're not aware of who kate bishop is in advance it doesn't really set it up for you so again are they relying too much on people's knowledge going into the game I think in this case they really were because it was a case of oh this is Kate Bishop this is your new character um I didn't think it was set up super well but for me someone who was well informed I thought yeah great perfect um is the same repetitive gameplay was in there but again there was more of a more of a strong way of setting it up um so there was a time travel element to this so there were areas where you had to go back through the same place but in reverse because you were going back in time which I thought was a really nice little touch to go through that Um, and it sets up 
basically I won't spoil it because if you are going to play this game you know and if and if you're a Marvel fan if I say what it was then it will just give away uh the huge ending to this this short campaign of taking aim and where the game is potentially going in the future but as you are successful at the end of this mini campaign you're sort of together as all of the Avengers and there's a big thing that comes out that um, is going to be obviously happening in future DLC or in another game if that's the direction that they go but you know a big thing that again hooked me in I was excited by it and I'm looking forward to playing it again in the future for it I'm interested to see what other DLC they bring out for it to be honest I know that they had a, a slate of a number of characters that they were going to bring out and recently there have been leaked images of a potential Black Panther character that they're going to be bringing out so it would be very interesting to see uh, a mission like Taking Aim but set in Wakanda with the Black Panther. Obviously there was a lot of reference to Wakanda but not the Black Panther specifically in this. So it would be interesting to see whether there is you know, a reason as to why the Black Panther is not in the Avengers yet or he's not really talked about. So that, that would be a really interesting one. The final thing I wanted to touch on in terms of sections is the multiplayer. Now, the multiplayer for me was the worst thing about this game, and that's probably why it's got so much criticism in gaming media. I think that the multiplayer is one of the biggest selling points for this because they're adding new characters. They give you new skins and new emotions to celebrate with. They give you loads of new missions and new areas, but it wasn't very engaging uh, for me. It was very repetitive because... This was literally based around, you start here, go here, beat this this team of enemies, go to the next point. It was very much, you know, you were guided in a straight line to beat four sets of enemies, and that was it. It doesn't really have a purpose, so that's why it's different to the campaign. I know that you might be listening to this saying, oh, you said that you enjoyed the repetitive gameplay in places before, which I did when there was a purpose, because... In the campaign, you get given the reason as to why you're doing something. You go and do it, and then you come back, and it builds into the next thing. Whereas with this, it was very much, do this, great, you've done. And it was just, I just came off of it and thought, what was the point of that? Yeah, I've gained loads of XP, and you gain um, new equipment and points for doing it. But was there really a purpose for me? Not really, to be honest. Um, I played it literally as, as soon as... I finished the main campaign because there are spoilers in it with the characters available and what is happening as a result. And, yeah, I just didn't really find the purpose of it to be anything that was that engaging. Now, yes, go here, kill these and repeat was sort of the main thing of it. The main thing that worried me with it was that it doesn't really encourage team play or a tactical approach. Now, when I went into it, I played as Kate Bishop. That was the character I decided to go in as. There was someone else playing as Hulk, someone playing as Thor, and someone playing as Black Widow. Now, those dynamics, you would think, okay, so you've got um, three that can work from range, and the Hulk who can go in, maybe you could approach it in that way. But there was no real approach. It was just a case of we all went flying into this fight scenario, cleared out the enemies. Okay, perfect, you've got to go on to the next place. Did the exact same thing three times. Um, and, yeah, like I say, there was no real tactical approach or team play approach to it there was no encouragement for us to communicate with each other and sort of set out a way that we were going to do something it was just a case of okay you dropped in and let's go and whilst it was okay I mean if you want to pick up a game and you want to just hammer some enemies 
it's perfect. But at the same time, if you actually want to play with friends, I mean, if you're playing with friends, I guess it would be a little bit better because you'd be talking to each other through it. But again, it's not as engaging as other games if you wanted to actually have a purpose and a reason for doing something. So for me, the multiplayer was disappointing because there was no real purpose as to anything that you did. But again, the gameplay is okay if you're happy to just accept it as it is. Um, so overall, I think that the game is okay. I wouldn't say it's perfect. I think it's better than people are giving it credit for. The main thing is you've got to accept that this is not a story-driven game. It's not one that's going to emotionally hook you in like Marvel's Spider-Man games. But if you are happy to pick up an action-packed game based around the Marvel Universe, based around the Avengers, you can have a lot of fun with it. Now, my key point sort of going out of this is what people were expecting going in. I know that obviously the Marvel Spider-Man game didn't help because that would have got people really hyped for a story-driven Marvel game based around the whole Avengers team. Unfortunately, that's just not happened and I think that you sort of have to have to accept that not every game's going to be a masterpiece and accept this game for what it is. If you don't like it, absolutely fine. I mean, I looked into how the public have fed back on this. Um People that bought it from Smith's Toy Store, you know, you can do these online reviews for the shops that you buy it from. Uh, it's got a 4.8 out of 5 rating from Smith's. It's got a 4.7 out of 5 rating from Argos and a 7.7 .7 out of 10 from Curry's PC World. So, you know, a fairly, a fairly positive amount of feedback there from the public. And obviously in gaming media and social media, it's got an absolute hammering in places because of the repetitive gameplay. But as I say, if you're happy to take it at face value, then for me, I think it's absolutely fine as a playable game and something that I actually enjoyed playing through in the last few weeks. So my personal rating is that I gave the main campaign a 6.5 out of 10. You know, it's just above average. It's not it's not anything phenomenal. I think the landscapes and the game, uh, sorry, the game's graphics are quite nice. The gameplay, as I've said multiple times here, is repetitive but is relatively engaging because it can be difficult in places. The different types of enemies make it slightly more interesting than if it was just the same enemies over and over. Um, I think that the story is okay. It's quite basic, but it's good enough. And the characters, I think they could have done more to flesh out the team of the Avengers. But at the same time, if you have the awareness, again, it's very, very good as just a pick-up-and-play game. The additional DLC of Taking Aim, the Kate Bishop's um, middle... Uh, sorry, middle... Uh, the little campaign that they brought out was much better, I thought. I really enjoyed it a lot more. Probably down to the fact I enjoyed playing as Kate Bishop the most. But I gave that an 8 out of 10. So my overall rating for the game as a whole is a 7 out of 10. Now, I think when I read that now, I've just read all that feedback out loud. And I've just had a look over some of the notes that I've written. Maybe I would have given it a 6.5 on reflection now. I think it is just above average. I think it's very much a middle of the road game until the Kate Bishop campaign came out where I think that they've really smoothed out some of the kinks that were in it. They gave it a decent story. They kept it short. You got to engage with all of the Avengers. You got to try all these different types of gameplay and there were different enemies as a result. And I just think that if you're going to pick up this game, you need to be aware that this isn't going to set up a Marvel gaming universe specifically. Obviously, if you're on the Xbox, you're not going to experience some characters because Spider-Man is 
only going to be coming out on the PS4 because he's owned by Sony, so that's a little bit of a loss for those of you that are Xbox gamers. But if you're happy to pick up an Avengers game that is high-octane action and fight lots of similar-ish enemies and it's very repetitive gameplay but very exciting, high-impact high gameplay, then this could be a good, enjoyable experience for you. I don't know that, personally, I'm going to pick it up very much until the next lot of DLC comes out and I know that they've lost a lot of online players since its release, but... Overall, a 7 out of 10 for me and the Avengers game, I don't think it's as bad as people are giving it criticism. Um, So let me know what you think in the comments on Instagram. Let me know what you think um, in replies to this video, uh, sorry, this podcast. I'm really interested to see what people that have played the game think and anybody that picks it up after this review. See what you think. See if you agree with me. It'd be great to hear from you. As always, please feel free to contact me on the Instagram page. You can find me at anythinggoespodcast underscore 616, where there'll be a lot more podcasts, lots more content coming out in the near future, and I will see you soon.